What can I say? Mamba out. Welcome to another episode of the Ball is Bane Beer podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in Indian accent. To be very honest, we never saw us doing this episode, but here we are. As we all must be aware, earlier this day, the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, died in a helicopter accident along with his daughter Gianna and seven others in Calabasas, California. Kobe was on his way to attend a basketball game at the Mamba Sports Academy where Gigi was to play and Kobe to coach. Obviously, a large majority of us uh, are Kobe fans and just saying the word Kobe invokes so many emotions on all of us that it would have been impossible to capture our feelings without some friends of the pod. Uh, before we introduce our guest, we've got with us, as always, co-host Vinit Devaya. Vinit, quite tragic, the setting for our weekly rendezvous. And I remember both of us thinking the other one had clicked on some fake news when we heard about it. Correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think uh, I saw it on Twitter and I just thought it was fake. Uh, and then mm. I put it up on our uh, NBA Wala's WhatsApp group just to make sure, you know, people, if someone knew whether it was fake or no, you know, because it was just really upsetting. And then... You know, when CNN confirmed, I was just like, has to be true. Yeah. I was still hoping that it was, you know, like some sort of Kobe uh, new wave joke that he'd try to, you know. Yeah, I, yeah initially I also or... thought the same thing because like LeBron just passed Kobe. So it's like kind of like some Kobe fans ah. way of just ah, exactly. you know, reminding yeah. everybody who the real goat is, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I think when the when the... Reports started pouring in. It was just like I had to take a break. Yeah, it was really tragic. Anyway, I mean, we will not uh, waste too much time in introducing, I guess. We've got with us none other than Jonathan Drago. We've been very lucky to have Jonathan with us. I mean, he is also part of the NBA Wallace group, but more importantly, a big basketball fan. He gave us some interesting perspective about, you know, the life of Kobe Bryant. And I think it's only fair that, you know, uh, all of Kobe's fans in India and abroad can hear this. So, welcome, Jonathan, once again to the pod. Uh, we really did not think that you'd be joining us, like I mentioned, for this episode. We had you slotted for some other thing, but uh, quite tragic, right? Yeah, f- first of all, thanks for having me back on the pod. Uh, definitely enjoy the work that you guys do. Uh, should be honest and say that I don't I don't get a chance to listen to every episode, but whenever I do catch stuff, uh, I do spend some time with it. Um, you're right. I definitely did not expect to be part of an episode uh, discussing the passing away of Kobe Bryant at 41. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my hope was that we'd be recording this podcast, uh, you know, 20 years down the line, not even a podcast, probably a, a show 20 years down the line when you guys are on television uh, and you know we 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 are sitting we are we are sitting we are sitting across the table. Uh, Kobe calls it a day at maybe seventy seventy five. You know his daughters in the WNBA or are supposed to be getting there. It, it you, you know you started you started off by saying you know Kobe fans and I I'll be honest I I do understand what a Kobe fan is like and I don't consider myself a Kobe fan. I'm a fan of basketball, yes, but I think the love that Kobe fans have for Kobe for Kobe is um isn't the is 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 not like the kind of love LeBron fans have for LeBron and MJ fans have for MB, MJ. I don't think there has been a player, uh, there will ever be a player like Kobe who was so beloved by his fans. I think a few weeks ago, or I, yeah, something, I think a couple of weeks ago, Vineet mentioned Kobe fans are, you know, the greatest. Um, you know, there was there was some sarcasm slash snarkiness in it. That's because it's Vineet. But there was also, <laughs> but there was also yeah. an element of truth to it, right? Like you will never find... Um, LeBron fans defending him so vehemently, right? They're almost always, I, I would say, I would say a majority of LeBron fans are actually bandwagon fans, um, and the same with uh, with with Jordan fans. We are, most Jordan fans are not bandwagon fans. It's just that those those Jordan fans yearn for the older days, right? Uh, and I'll count myself as one of them, right? Like you know, we 
we almost feel like this elderly statesman trying to tell the kids today that hey you don't know what you're talking about when you say lebron is better than mj or kobe is better than mj but kobe fans they they are a class of their own right they they vehemently stand behind the belief that kobe is forget the conversation of him being the greatest of all time the kobe is the greatest thing to have happened to them in their own lives like there is a there's a deep um, investment in his his life and i was actually you know obviously because brain has shut down today after hearing the news i actually had to go and check this up and i realized that one of the reasons why kobe has truly transcended going from just somebody being um somebody who likes kobe to actually being a die hard fan he's the only player who actually he's the only star and i mean star when i mean star i mean somebody who's in the conversation for goat who transcended both the non social media and the social media age right uh, kobe is the only player to have played more than half his career o- only only top 5 or top 10 all time player to have played his career half of his career in the social media age jordan got done at 98 and yes he did have a couple of years with the wizards but you know we don't know what happened there if we don't count those and and he never really got into the social media age lebron's been only social media but kobe is the only guy who stayed relevant before social media won a bunch of championships there and then after during social media won a bunch of championships uh, he, he he has he's truly unlike any of the the greatest of all time you know other players who are in the conversation for greatest of all time so i i don't consider myself a kobe fan but that being said and i think i messaged this on the group a few minutes ago it's strange that as the day has gone along this news has gotten heavier on me and i'm not consuming that that much social media but it's it's just weighing on me more and more that kobe bryant doesn't he's not there in the world anymore and i think the world is worse off definitely so uh, vinith i i know you're not the biggest kobe fan but this is today is not about you know his achievements and yes. the, what you think about him as a player or something like that it's not at all about that it's about the fact that we all felt something when we saw kobe play we all uh, when you are a spurs fan so it's obvious that you were like no not kobe because he gave the spurs the business <laughs> during his playing days especially uh so, but like kobe i think is one of the only players you know he got a standing ovation when he was playing at home he got standing ovations at uh, whenever he played on the uh, on the road uh, people have given him standing ovations in you know msg atlanta detroit anywhere do you go there are people who hate him and like kobe loved the fact that people hated him yeah i mean what is that about in your in your opinion you know about such such uh, polarity i mean <laughs> I think I think uh, you know I agree with Jonathan it's like the Kobe fans are like just a class of their own um mostly because they it's impossible to convince them about anything that is factual like I think it's just they live in this uh, and and you are a Kobe fan so we're going to get to you very soon Obviously. um but I think <laughs> there there are like different personas in the basketball sort of era right so one is the the team player then there's the you know the individual uh sort of you know genius who who can't fit in a team and then there is i think kobe which is uh the reason i, I mean it's very difficult for me to speak uh, anything bad about kobe at this point right because uh, of what happened and uh, i don't know if you know this but like i used to be a lakers fan right so i started off playing mm-hmm. uh, started off watching basketball with the lakers and big fan of the lakers followed kobe and shaq like crazy uh till i could see the spurs and i was like these are the this is the better team and so i i switched to the spurs um and there were only two players that i sort of were always afraid of when i was supporting the spurs one was kobe bryant and the other was dirk nowitzki but nobody can really hate dirk right like hey, dirk is just this really nice dude uh, who does his thing whereas kobe had this polarizing thing where he kind of got rid of shaq you know he couldn't he couldn't really play in a team so he was this kind of individual contributor who didn't know how to play in a team so that's one of the reasons why i was so like against kobe 
right? Because he he killed that Lakers franchise, which could have been greater than you know what it what it was. Um, but then slowly, sort of like in the 08, 09, or 10, uh, he sort of emerged as this leader um, and was able to sort of catalyze and you know bring together a bunch of players along with Phil Jackson to win two back-to-back championships. Uh, and that's when sort of my this like blatant disregard to how great Kobe was changed into like okay this is a great player that we are watching uh, and I, I guess that's it I mean that for me it would it went from love to hate uh, to respect uh, and then obviously as his career ended and you know he started hitting all the milestones kind of his greatness was was very much uh, in display, right? both in terms of his just ability to score, his ability to be a leader, be a team player. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, for me at this point, like the the idea of Kobe is less of the basketball player, more of kind of the, his branding around the Mamba mentality and, you know, what he brought uh, to the psyche of anybody who's a Kobe fan, right? So the the idea was that if you are a Kobe fan, you believe in the Mamba mentality. You believe in like taking over. Mm-hmm. You believe in taking charge, and you know. So it, that's where I think the sort of the the Kobe hype comes from. And I should let you speak because you're the Kobe fan. You know, understand why you but, are see, the Kobe I, fan. I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. See, I, I'll tell you, I completely disagree with what, the last uh, what 15 seconds of whatever nonsense you just spit out. See, Kobe mentality, Mamba mentality is not about taking over. It is about preparing to take over. You, it's, it's always, I, I think, one part of it that has been. But like Kobe was not a killer because he acted like a killer. It's because he trained like a killer. He trained himself to be in those positions where his body does not give up. Like I, I, I remember because I was reading that Mamba mentality, the book also, uh, crazy book. book. Uh, you should, yeah, there's a book uh, with all pictures of his. Uh, Jonathan, I, I'm not sure if you recommended the book, but uh, I think that book was there. Whatever, it's, it's a book full of pictures and, you know, Kobe's written it. There's a forward, there's nice pictures and all that. It's a beautiful picture. So what I'm saying is, like, it's always uh, very misnomeric when you say that, you know, Kobe Bryant is just wanted to be the killer. He didn't want, he wanted to prepare himself so hard. Like, he wanted to uh, see what it was like when he was, if he was dehydrated, if he could perform, if the lights were too bright, whatever it is, all that jazz. He did the he did the back end work and the front end work showed. Yes. Uh, to explain IT terms. Right, right. And 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 which I th- which which I think is like extremely undervalued. Like I don't understand. Bamba mentality does not come just because you think oh I need to take the difficult shot. It's that you have to prepare yourself so that you're confident enough to take the uh, shot. Not because you just decide oh I'll just uh, heave the shot over two seven footers who are jumping at me. It's because you have strength in your legs that you can jump over. It's because you have trained for that shot a thousand times a day. You've hit thousand shots every day, even after you've won, even after you've lost. It doesn't matter. Like you believe in a, in a future where hard work will pay off. Like uh, after the Utah Jazz series, in one of the first series where he airballed three shots, everyone was like, don't worry, Kobe, you'll be fine. Kobe's like, I know I'll be fine. The only problem is that my arms don't have strength the strength to jack up those shots at that point and he was like that was my mistake i wanted to get better he trained his body he trained his mind he trained he he did a lot of underhanded tricks this tricks that tricks he knew exactly what certain tendencies was he studied the game so hard which is why he was able to succeed in those things i mean I, i i think he was kind of you know michael jordan uh, 1.5, 2.0, whatever it is that you want to call him. Not point eight. original that way, but <laughs> point. I don't know what point eight means. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's no. I, I don't, I, I don't mean two times as good as Michael Jordan. I just mean the you know second arrival of Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's true. But also for most, most of the people in this generation, absolutely, I don't think anybody else, anybody has seen Jordan from start to finish. Yeah, they've not seen Shaq from start to finish. You have seen Kobe from start to finish. Kobe was the reason a lot of us. Uh, Our generation of like life. played. We 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 thought we thought uh, LeBron being great was because of his size and because of like pure athleticism, God given talent. But with Kobe, you've seen him at his scrawny self. 
you've seen him develop muscle as he grows up you've seen you've heard stories from people where he's told people to come for the gym at five o'clock while he was there at three o'clock and which are things that see the reason i love players is because they give me a sense of things that i can't do like the reason i love think will chamberlain is a gold is because like that dude like it's unfathomable for me to even imagine what living like that would be you know being seven foot this and like being so powerful with kobe it was just that i can never imagine myself working so hard towards my goals that you know it consumes me completely like i don't train that hard i don't work that hard i don't think my goal is the only goal in life or a pure one track focus so which is why i think kobe is absolutely like a, a genius in that way because he showed us that even if you have the talent you need to overachieve you need to achieve more than you can overachievement is not a thing to be you know ashamed of that's why i love that's why i've always thought and i've i've like i've watched when i started watching the a basketball again i've copied a lot of his move not copied i've tried to copy his moves i've been like okay do this this is it sometimes works sometimes does not work but uh like i i loved kevin durant but uh, kobe bryant was the guy who i would copy my jump shot on always like i could not do what durant did i could always try what kobe did okay that's fair so that's fair that's fair so and how how do you feel i mean like what what's like your kind of i mean see hey man i i, I was you know I, i remember i was i was out and uh, you know i was more worried about you than worried about myself and that's why i sent you a message if you're okay cuz i know that you know mamba mentality ashwin is 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 a is a real thing so uh, you know how no i i i first of all i i told no first of all i thought it was a fake news i was on fake news but then there was this other basketball group which was discussing it uh, shout out to that other basketball group the but I thought you know like uh, Oprah dying or like Michael Jackson dying 100 times before he actually died or whatever prince this is this whatever I-, I thought it was fake like you said I thought it was one of those things ki lebron passes and I was like okay that's a really bad joke to make it's like it's not funny at all yeah. it's not there's no humor element to it like why would anyone say that and then I waited and I waited and I waited people were like oh no it's true so I was like no I'm not going to believe it and then Woj tweeted about it and i was like i i lost my sleep i was supposed to go to office early this morning uh for some work and i just could not sleep i slept around 4 o'clock i watched the houston rockets uh, denver nuggets game oh, uh, i'm i'm not going to talk about it, it was an absolute crying, horrible right? game from the rockets no they, they, i was not sad at the crying part i was just talking about the game actual game part but every, they said that and i was like shit it's actually true the nbas confirmed it the players have like they have imbibed that feeling that you know kobe is no longer with us they had the one minute of silence and then throughout the day there were these 8 second violations 24 second violations and i was like that is so for twitch for twitch what is that word how do you say it ah fortuitous that uh, nba has you know an 8 second violation and a 24 second violation that you know they could attribute such such a such a nice thing to see and more than that in india especially like i i've seen these photos that eklavyas has been posting where you know they have meerat ballers uh, paying tribute uh, all these small towns in, i mean obviously delhi mumbai and all are there but these small towns where people are just like uh, lighting having candlelight vigils and laying flowers down for uh, kobe and his daughter of, of course jian also but yeah Well, it was really i could not th- i could not uh, figure out wh- what to think like i was at a complete loss of mental faculties for a while what about you jonathan where were, where were you when this happened i was actually half a week i had to mm-hmm. step to the airport to drop my cousin this is at about 5 o'clock in the morning and then i saw a couple of um, links and i i kind of overslept so i had to rush and i wasn't sure and the crazy part is i was receiving these links from friends of mine who are not really basketball players/fans i actually they're not basketball players/fans at all they know i am a huge basketball fan so they were sending me these links and i wasn't sure whether they were asking me to confirm whether this true information is true or not so i was pretty much in the same mindset that you were which is that this might just be another hoax or fake news 
and uh, i dropped my cousin to the airport came back and i was actually in excruciating pain because i woke up with a really stiff shoulder i, I don't know how and it, so I, between that pain and being half awake and trying to figure out whether this is true and then i think i saw a link to adam silver's statement or or some some something i can't remember what it was I, at this point of time but something confirmed the 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 news and i i i i think i know it's a strange thing to say but i almost feel like because i have experienced uh, a death so closely as recently as last year that's my own mother's i'm in a position to process it a little better than most people can i i'm still i'm still in the phase where i am trying to understand what an untimely death means for me right uh, because my mom left uh, earlier than we all ex- I, i mean all of us expected so i i'm in a position where it hit me but i had the advantage of being able to process it better than most of the people either including yourself and i reached out to nakul and yeah. yash as well because i know i know both of them are huge kobe fans and uh, it's i i reached out because i i knew that it was not going to be necessarily easy uh, but it was i'm not saying that it was easy for me but it was just something that i could handle better than most people but interestingly enough as the and i mentioned this earlier as the day went by the news just continued to get heavier and the weight of him not being around uh continues to increase and i was thinking about it before you before as soon as you messaged me and said hey let's get on a call i was just thinking about it and i was trying to figure out why why this was the way why why am i feeling this way and that's when i began to realize that i think the world is feeling his impact far more than uh basketball players is because he continued to stay relevant after he retired you know he didn't he didn't take some two bit uh job somewhere else he didn't decide to kind of put on weight and get fat and you know live off the what i don't know 300 plus million dollars he made uh, i don't know whatever his salaries or his life earnings are he did not go uh, to any tele- television network and get a tv show he said hey i'm going to craft my own path and he started doing that whether it was making that dear basketball uh, dear basketball by the way there's a can you guys hear okay uh, sorry this part of it will have some water running in the background so <laughs> just letting you know you might have to okay. uh, edit that part out edit this part out. anyways the reason why uh, his death is growing heavier on me and continues to grow heavier on the world is because he he chose to build himself outside of basketball uh, whether it is make those movies whether it's make that animation whether it's start a production company whether it's start a um, you know a uh, energy drink company uh, he got into um, a company uh, called Stribal and Bryant which was looking to do VC funding into you know a whole bunch of companies he got into some sort of partnership with deepak chopra's son if i'm not mistaken uh, to start a production company so he was doing all these things to just create a story and that i think for me personally i think that for me is the bigger loss because you me vinith all us basketball fans right we still have his his mamba mentality from his basketball days to hold on to right we know what it's like we watched him we if 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 you in a way we can say that we understood and we got to see this mamba mentality the sad part is the world really did not get to see it outside of basketball and that's what he was setting off to do and that's what i feel bad about right i feel bad that he did not get a chance to complete this legacy because i mean let's face it guys a he was he he owned la he's the king of la as, as long as even if lebron wins another four championships there kobe will always be the king of la um he, and uh, with that kind of influence uh, in 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 probably one of the biggest media markets in the world he would ha- and and his ability to work hard right this is a man who 
played through broken fingers and broken kneecaps and whole bunch of other stuff like the mental stuff that comes with running a production company is probably peanuts would have been peanuts for him so i think that yeah. is that is a huge loss i think for the world which is why i said earlier that i think the world is worse off for not having kobe um, around the world is a poorer place that's true i and and we missed the chance to hear what his hall of fame speech is going to be like yeah i mean that that's I the, that, that's the thing that i year. i also feel like you know he was just going to get into the hall of fame and uh this year, year yeah along with timmy and uh, kg i think it's going to be like, very it's going to be very emotional as uh, the hall of fame i yeah. i am i'm i was not necessarily looking forward to his hall of fame speech because i've always i think what you've seen of kobe already is what you get all throughout his i think over the past 5 years he's been very consistent with his media media personality which is he will tell you the truth but mm. there is a sense of calm um he like he speaks his mind but he kind of formulates it in a way that um i don't want to use the word safe but he he doesn't he he knows how to be smart about what he's saying you know he's being very smart like you know unlike, unlike jordan who just you, i mean jordan went after his eighth grade classmate man like you know <laughs> come on yeah, jordan's it's, hall of fame speech was just like a, i showed everybody uh, who uh, ever doubted exactly yeah. you know and I, i i know that i feel that kobe's hall of fame speech would not have uh created reactions outside of kobe fans it wouldn't have had any other reaction from the outside world but the larger picture of him getting into the hall of fame because he's in the conversation for you know he is one of the five greatest or 10 greatest players of all time depending on who you speak to and uh, just him getting that hall of fame enshrinement would have just completed would have would have closed his basketball career and then allowed him to move on to the you know the career that he was looking to have ahead i mean i, I think uh, that uh, first ballot hall of fame is just a i mean it was anyway going to happen it's not like there was some doubt as to whether it would happen or not right uh, i mean unless unless vinith was on the panel and he'd be like no i don't know oh no come on enough. come on i mean this cuz <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding of course yeah, i'm kidding I mean, oh my god i'm kidding I, he's in he's like my top is in my top 15 yeah I mean, we're without doubt like Kobe, Tim Duncan, KG, all of yeah, them. Yeah, it would have been good. It would have been good because they have had some battles, and you know, I think uh, that, that. Yeah, they came together also at a similar time. They came in together. KG and uh, Bryant, of course, came straight out of high school, mm-hmm. and they had that thing, and they fought. I, I, I think one reason why what I think Jonathan is saying is absolutely correct is because I don't think. I I think uh, Kobe knew when where he wanted to compete and where he was like I'm very okay learning and trying to get better like what I've heard is that Jordan had to be competitive about every single thing but as Kobe is like basketball is my game here I'll kick your ass everything else I'm okay with you know being a little bit chill also plus the kind of uh, like satisfaction he's got off the basketball court I don't think anyone else uh has got that much satisfaction of the basketball court like he whatever he did during on the court he was happy with it like he did he lost uh, the finals he came back he didn't he overtook shaq in the number of rings that was happy for him he was the most accomplished in that generation five rings he didn't get lose to the celtic two times again happiness like he lost but he again worked so hard to make sure that that loss did not you know strike him back again and uh, i mean towards the end of towards the end of his uh, obviously though his basketball career he he didn't really have you know what it took to but but that's that's not a knock on the amazing 16 17 years that he gave yep. to the to the single team uh, especially in an age where people are, you know like oh okay i can go here i can go here i mean one thing i absolutely love about the fact is uh, about kobe is when uh, lebron went to miami he joined teamed up with and uh, dwade and uh Chris Paul to form that super team Kobe sent him apparently sent him a text message and this is from an article i read long time ago in some magazine and i used to read magazines he's like uh, go wherever you want you are not winning this ring which just shows you know like he he believed in himself too much he 
absolutely thought that you know like whatever happens nobody is going to beat him because he is going to outwork every single person and i think that's what kobe's legacy at least in my eyes is that even if he was the more talented one he would kill you with his work first and then his talent and then his work again. yeah i mean yeah i think i think that that's true i think that's the that's the narrative right and i think he has been very smart in crafting that narrative that that's what it is uh and i think he's done the same also like post playing uh, yeah post playing like, yeah you know he he focused himself on doing like these like unique media stuff that were actually quite well done i mean i really liked the stuff he did with uh, i forgot the name of the thing where he used to like a uh, muse cage you know i like that i ah, like the muse cage yes. stuff i yes. like the the detail detail right i think there was Uh, the detail mm-hmm. stuff, ESPN, ESPN detail, detail yeah. also quite fun, quite a lot of fun. So I think he did he did some cool stuff after, you know, after retirement, and he was kind of like an entrepreneur slash businessman. Uh, and so overall, I think you know I I was very excited to see Kobe Bryant in his face 2.0 because I felt like he would really try to compete with LeBron and 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 MJ in terms of their business and in terms of their accomplishment. I don't agree with you that he would not be competitive. I think there was a part of him which was like, you know, I want to be like the most accomplished, like in in whatever area that he would pick. Um, and um, yeah, man. I mean, I just think that there are two parts of it. One is just that you know, Kobe was a part of our lives, my life at least, uh, since I started watching basketball, um, and. Mm-hmm. you know his loss and also the way the loss was which is kind of just very tragic and sudden uh i think both of those combined really kind of uh is very heavy yeah. you know i think uh, yeah. you know losing Absolutely. i mean imagine the situation of like being in a helicopter that's going to crash with your only daughter i mean with your daughter that you love and you know i mean it's just it, it just the idea of that you know it's just is very very heavy gut wrenching man it's it's like a gut shot i yeah I yeah so i think that 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 part is very heavy and i think it's just it's kind of like a, a reminder to everybody about you know you know life comes at you really fast you know i mean just you know try to do the best you can like be nice and all of those things and uh I mean it was it was tough man I mean I think uh, for me the first like 45 1 minutes to 1 hour I was just like oh my god Kobe's gone you know and I felt bad for all the shit I said I told Kobe like you know and like all the arguments I had about Kobe Bryant and all the like he's not that great you know and I just like for mm-hmm. an hour I was just feeling guilty and I, and at the back of my mind like maybe if I didn't say those things he would still be alive you know I honestly had that had that thought in my mind uh and uh yeah i mean he's, he's he was a great player and you know i just hope his you know legacy his family is able to get through this yeah, yeah. You know, maybe just, just that's the important part yeah i i quite liked that um essay that i sent you guys on the group um and that mm-hmm. the last sentence just encompasses it all right life is ordinary until you lose it and mm-hmm. uh, um but the the one thing that uh kind of struck me about the the loss of kobe in general is that you know there was there was something really fascinating about what he was doing with players who he thought could be more than they actually are you know almost believing in them more than they believed in themselves so whether it was his texts yeah. texts to yanis and uh to Draymond and then to you know whole bunch of other players where he was con- his conversations with LeBron he was there were these he, i think he said something to even Ben Simmons if i'm not mistaken i i, I don't remember this stuff but um i i genuinely think players have lost that big brother in Kobe because while there are other ex nba players who have reached out to current nba players to help them and vice versa right the current nba crop even reaching out to the older guys whether it is you know people reaching out to olajuwon to work on their footwork or reaching out to jordan mm-hmm. to kind of talk about technique the, bryant was different in the way he inspired the younger generation right he he 
and i'm repeating myself he he believed there, there were certain players he believed in more than those players believed in themselves and i have not heard those kind of stories from any other player now it could also very well be that the media was more interested in kobe bryant saying these things right because of the fact that he was in la he is kobe bryant one of the greatest that ever played he's created this legacy maybe there are other players who do this on a regular basis but the ones we heard were of kobe and these players took it seriously you know they almost shone it like a badge of honor on twitter and on instagram hey guess what yeah. kobe's thrown this challenge at me to become the mvp mm-hmm. or to lead the league in assist or whatever it is you know whatever it is the challenge kobe threw and you knew that kobe was not doing this because he 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 was getting footage out of this right this was him truly telling you hey yanis listen man i don't care where the fuck you came from but you can figure this shit out and win mvp and that's what yanis did um yeah you know so i think the crop ahead the crop of nba players ahead are going to miss that big brotherly i will i will kick you in the ass to make you a better player kind of guy that kobe was and i don't think there is a player in the current crop who has that kind of and, and to be clear kobe also did it from a place of empathy right he didn't just do it from a place of being badass so like i think lebron's going to be again he's going to focus on technique when he talks to these players and he's just going to talk about some sort of um you know almost like flowery mentality uh maybe chris paul is there but chris paul is always he always looks a little mean you know he's like the older brother who's very stern and like dude you know <laughs> figure your shit out type but kobe was the kind of guy who understood what you were going through and then gave you the right tools whether it was technique whether it was mentality whether it was i don't know spiritual help i don't know what all he did but he gave you the tools that you need he said the things that you needed to hear and i don't think there's a current nba player who can do that uh, in the nba maybe duncan on some level to a certain extent maybe novitski but you know other than these two guys i can't think of a single player who will step up to the young players and tell them what they need to hear you know get their head right and and go out and achieve what you're supposed to be yeah, achieving that's a fair point yeah man i think uh, we should we should let you have the last word uh, ashwin um if uh, you know if there was something that you had to say about kobe bryant and how he has impacted your life or if he has even impacted your life yeah i mean obviously it's difficult to be the best player in the nba for such a long time and not impact someone who's watching the nba and who thinks that in in some years or maybe in a different mutated world i'd be in the nba but uh, I, for me i mean obviously <laughs> like you copy his moves you i you do did used to you know uh, always aim at the dustbin with this thing uh, the whatever paper i was tossing and uh, in my head i was like oh, okay if it goes in i was like hey kobe if it didn't go in i was like uh, someone else also you, you, i matter. i think our listeners don't know that you named your dog kobe i i did yeah i named my dog kobe along with mr sagar chawla and uh, yeah i mean i i told a friend that uh, kobe died and he's like what he thought my dog had passed away that's just <laughs> so i don't know how i feel about that yeah. but uh, yeah i mean i mean it's it's impossible to have watched the nba uh, since 2008 9 or whatever and not be like you know kobe is the man like whatever even if it's a bunch of marketing or whatever i don't give a shit like when kobe played you always you you were like okay i'm going to watch something magical and more often than not it was magical and uh, with his passing away man I, it's, it's it's a real big hole it's we lost a david stern this uh, this month not even this year this yeah, month man, this we lost january stern, 2020 has lost. been very uh, absolute uh, a, sh- a shit hole of a lot month a lot of shit uh, happened this month this month world war 3 yeah. australia fires kobe brand crazy kobe brand yeah and yeah man, i mean most of it that most of i mean especially what uh, jonathan was talking about you know what he keeps talking about like in my head he is talking about what he wants to contribute to the 
upcoming generation like even when i was listening to his up and smoke uh, podcast i was just listening to it yesterday i cannot believe i went to play in the evening at 8 o'clock at 9 o'clock while i was walking back i was listening to this pod uh, 10 o'clock i came here had breakfast i was tired took a bath i was about to crash at 1 o'clock suddenly someone some of these murmurs start happening and i was like nothing good happens after 1 o'clock and uh, yeah that's what it happened nothing good happened and then he was talking on the podcast he was talking about how he wants to stop telling girls that you know if you uh, go fall asleep and uh, sir prince will wake you up and then he'll kiss you and your life will be sorted it's like that's not how it works it's fun to read but that, i don't want my kids to ever think that if they go to sleep and wake up everything will be all right which i think is an absolute great message and on that message i think uh you want to say rest in peace to kobe and giana and especially them okay because i keep hearing that there are other people on the podcast also i know that on the helicopter, people die every single day but ah, but people people there are like a million people die every day but for us even even if it's heartless i think uh, kobe and we we really want to just say that you know that the feelings are there for kobe brand especially from my side it's not not and, to and, and just, the other people just yeah. to just to add to your point i i i actually I, i disagree with people who say that oh just because you uh, just because he's kobe his does his life mean more i mean yeah that's that's how human life is right there are people who stand out more than others mm. it, it it's just the way human the human race will always be yeah. it, it, as a human he was equal to other people but as his, as a as his contribution to society he left a far bigger impact than a random other person that died somewhere else yeah not to say that that person's death is not shouldn't be mourned but you cannot deny the impact kobe made and that's how the world just works and anybody who says otherwise is just denying is is just oblivious to reality or be uh, or so being yeah, just man. a troll for being a troll sake yeah yeah, yeah that's for the for, for being a troll sake correct okay on that uh, uh trolly and then i i think uh, yeah uh i mean you can find uh, yeah thanks for thanks for everything jonathan thanks for joining us on the podcast uh, vinith obviously i'm not going to thank you because this is your podcast also so <laughs> yeah, so it's true yeah uh, uh, and and to everyone like uh, we just want to say we we feel you all of us were really uh, in pain in some sort of pain yeah. in some sort of discomfort uh but yeah i mean kobe was a part of our lives and i think we can only wish him and jana uh you know th- that they rest in peace and heaven is better for their appearance there and the earth is poorer off lastly we could never monopolize any discussion on kobe so we thought we'd ask our fans to share what kobe been meant to them a lot of them were too gutted to respond in time and nobody understands that more than us but there were some fans who wanted to share their feelings about kobe so the next voices you'll hear are some of them thank you and uh, see you on the next episode So where do you start with a premature tribute? It's untimely so you never really have the time to accustom yourself to the news. The emotions come in all at once and it's too much to take. It can be overwhelming to know one of your heroes is dead. You start with the very first emotion that came to you. It was around uh, 3 a.m. I was awake when the TMZ report came through the newswire. The first emotion was denial. It escalated to shock. I cried, man. Consider 24 hours ago that LeBron was in Philly getting a standing ovation at Kobe's hometown because he surpassed his points tally. It just doesn't seem real. But the sudden torrent of the Kobe content on Twitter helps you come to terms that the world was mourning and it was okay for you to mourn one of those uh, videos that was doing rounds on twitter was a dialogue between Kanye West and Kobe Bryant it went something like this Kanye asking Kobe what more do you want from me more said Kobe how much more successful do you want me to be Kobe said more successful how many more records can my records break asked Kanye and Kobe said more records a flustered Kanye then said but 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 I'm best to which Kobe replies but are you a different animal and the same beast that's Kobe Bryant for you 
When Kobe retired, he was more of a lion tending to his pride than a black mamba. But he was still the same beast. He was going to create history of the court. He said that the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be better versions of themselves and do great in whatever they want to do. Kobe Bryant is important because he inspired people. His body of work is going to be yelled from the heavens as proof of human spirit. It's going to be evidence against apathy, against nihilism. In an ever-darkening world where those who are growing in it and growing into it are growing ever more disillusioned, our daily shots of dopamine from likes, hearts and retweets are upping our complacency and lowering our attention spans. There may never be another one like Kobe. And he will always be relevant as he is relevant now. He's going to be who we look up to when we think we can't push through the pain barrier. He's going to be in the back of our minds. And every time we aim a piece of crumpled up paper into a dustbin that's in the shape of a hoop, we'll always think of him. And he is one of the most apex examples of human excellence. What can be achieved with uncompromised, undistracted focus. That's what Kobe Bryant means to me. And if there's anyone telling you differently, and if there's anyone chiding you for mourning his death or crying vicariously for Vanessa and her family, then it's not your duty to try and explain to them, but rather save that time and remember what Kobe Bryant meant to you and use that drive and use that focus to become the best version of yourself that you can become. And when they come back and ask you how, then you say, remember Kobe Bryant? So recently, just two, three days before, uh, we were struck with the tragic news of loss of Kobe Bryant and it affected me a lot. I'm really, 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 really disturbed. I'm very, very disturbed right now. And uh, though I'm, uh, I've been able to hold myself up right now, but this was not the case because I received the news on 27th of January and I was sleeping at that time. It, it was 1.25 a.m. when I got this news. So this is just not a great time to receive any kind of bad news. So I received the news and I don't know what happened to me. I wasn't able to sleep. I wasn't crying. I... I felt right there on my bed emotionless just like that uh, first of all I got angry that why was why I was not crying because Kobe Bryant was everything to me literally I started playing basketball because of him I wanted to improve my game every day every day I'm working on my game just because of Kobe Bryant otherwise I wouldn't have done it and it, and I started watching and playing basketball in 2014. So that's not not very much, not 14, 15. And it was only because of Kobe Bryant. But Kobe retired in 2016, so it was not like I watched him a lot. But uh, it was just one day I was watching his video, his workout video, and he just shot the ball and his... I had a look at his follow-through, his arm, his wrist, his elbow, and you know, it it looked mesmerizing to me. I don't know why, but it really looked mesmerizing to me, and I loved it, and I wanted to do it like that. I wanted my form to be like that. So I wanted to work more and more on my game, but uh, really didn't witness much of live Kobe Bryant in my life, but... I just watched thousands and thousands of his highlights. There was not a single day when I didn't think about Kobe Bryant. Every day I went to bed, I was just thinking about Kobe Bryant. I was thinking about his highlights. I was thinking how I can, I can do what what he does. I'm 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 five seven, but still I I, I practice fadeaways. I practice the post game, though I know that it's of no use. I I cannot really use it in any any games. So. After I received the news, so again in the morning I woke up and then I started crying. And I've been crying since. I cried the whole day. 
day before yesterday uh, i cried the whole day 27th of january whole day i was crying i was in college but still crying in the classroom and i've cried so much that <laughs> really i have no tear left but uh, after every 5 minutes i have to hold myself up because you know there comes something from inside to that that makes me want to cry makes me want to think about him and just really i don't know what has happened to me i i, I was already not well i was having fever so this uh, this news just made it worse made my fever worst and made my day worst i don't know why and now it feels like i don't want to talk basketball to anyone it feels like i don't want to play more it feels like i don't want to analyze more but you know it will take some time of course this this loss will take time it's it's very tough for me i feel like my life won't be the same again i don't know maybe it's just because of this news or sometimes i may feel like this but i really feel like that somebody have snatched a big part of my life from me kobe brand the name says it all it was a very sad monday morning for me when my phone rang and i received the heartbreaking news that kobe met with an accident i thought it might be just a small accident maybe some injuries to him but later when i got to know the person from whom i got inspiration motivation winning spirit never give up attitude and his mamba mentality my hero of life was no more tears started flowing and i kept crying in his memories with his number 8 jersey on me this started way back in 1999 when i saw the first ever nba live game on television it was a lakers game right from the first quarter of play till the end of the game my eyes never went off from this one player's game and i instantly became a fan of him whose name was kobe bryant this is where my journey as a nba fan began it was only because of kobe bryant what kobe made me feel can never be expressed but nba within me is all because of him talking about his memories kobe bryant has given me countless memories since i started following him right from the 1999-2000 season where he won his first nba championship with the lakers which proceeded with a threepeat as i have many memories to cherish about him it is very difficult right now for me to mention a specific memory of kobe bryant i would like to share one game which was in december 2002 between the mavericks and the lakers and this game is marked as one of the greatest comeback game in the history of los angeles basketball there was a point when lakers were trailing with around 27 points during half time and also at the fourth and the final period and were almost going to lose the longest winning streak versus the maps which was since the 1990 and this man kobe bryant he scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to grab and save that winning streak for the lakers this is one of my many beautiful memories of kobe bryant what i will miss about kobe bryant is my dream of meeting him at least once in my life which i always thought always in my mind will never be completed now i have made a special wall as a dedication to kobe bryant with all his achievements on it after his retirement in 2016 and now it will be kept as a tribute to him in his loving memory He will always be my hero and he will always be with me forever. My condolences to his family, friends and all the fans across the world. Thank you Kobe. I will miss you.